Hello everybody, and welcome back to episode 3 of Fake Fellows. For today's topic, we will be talking about bullying, middle school, high school, um, trauma. <laughs> so, trigger warning. Uh, so, let's go back to the time when, before I entered kindergarten. My mom raised me in a household where everyone was very extroverted, but I came out different. People thought it was weird that I was very quiet. I never really liked to talk to people. I cry easily whenever I'm around kids my age. Um, Some even called me autistic. They thought I had autism because I didn't like interacting with anyone. No, I was just really shy. And no, I was not diagnosed with autism or any disorder, really. I was just very much of an introvert and I was afraid of every little thing that came up to me. So my sister was the complete opposite along with my brother. They were the types of kids who would go outside and play with the neighbors and play with the the pets, the animals, the go biking, you know. But I was the kid who would you who you would see staring out <laughs> from the window just admiring you from afar. I always wondered, like, would it be different if I played outside? Like, I don't know, like, if I was able to get, like, more exposure with other kids my age? Mm. Um, I remember my mom had to uh, tell my dad to bring me outside for once to talk to the neighbor's kids. And I just, I remember my, I just fucking shat down like I had like a mental block I didn't know what to do <laughs> it's so embarrassing oh wait let me just stare at my phone real quick I think I just received something like I remember I just sh- had like I-, I remember I just shut down why did I say shad? I just shut down and didn't know what to do. The other kids thought it was weird and I just ran back home. Sorry about the train in the background. Um, and my worst nightmare came, which was kindergarten. You know how like your parents would pick you up and drop you off, then they leave? Yeah, I didn't like that. I'd I'd be the one, I'd be that one kid crying because they got separated by their parent or their guardian. I'm just, wow, fucking bring me back home. I don't like it here. My dad would ride me on his motorcycle and we'd be on our way to my school. I wasn't happy about it. Not a, a little, not even like a little bit. I mean, the girls liked me a lot, but like the younger girls, they all thought I was cute, like really nice and and weird. <laughs> Cause yeah, like I said, I never talk, but the boys, oh no, the boys, the boys loved me. They 
I remember I even gave one of the boys a piggyback ride because they thought it was it was like cool. And oh, sorry about the train. Um, then there was a it was um it was um playtime. I think I was almost done. With, sorry, I think I was almost done with um kindergarten. They this the teachers gave us like a bunch of toys to play with because there would be like a certain day in the week where we would be given toys and that's all we fucking do. We just play <laughs> and color learn our fucking ABCs. Um one of the girls threw a block on my face for no fucking reason. I used to sit in the middle you know like a rectangular a rectangular table and i sat around the center so it was by the end of the rectangle i just sat near the center of the table and kids the other kids were sitting by my side like around the size of the the table and one of the girls threw a block at me <laughs> and they thought it was funny. The kids, the other kids thought it was fucking funny and one fucking threw a fire truck on my face as well. And then they suddenly, I remember everyone on my, at, you know, at my table was throwing shit at me. I remember I laid my head. Oh my God. I remember hiding my face on the table and I just cried so hard because I could feel a bump on my head. So the teacher came. Oh no, one of the assistants, uh, one of my teacher's assistants came and stopped the whole toy throwing. <laughs> Those fucking brats. I wonder where they are. I just, I didn't feel comfortable like being around people and then my mom moved me to my sister's school when I was in first grade and I used to have this coping mechanism where whenever I felt anxious or nervous I would start uh, stabbing like I would start stabbing my pen or my pencil whatever that I am holding on my table and one of the girls like a popular girl sat beside me and wanted to be my friend and I got extremely anxious like really really anxious I grabbed my pen <laughs> I grabbed my pen and I didn't realize that her hand was on my table and I stabbed it I stabbed it <laughs> And ever since then, everybody in class hated me. She threatened to like tell me, uh, tell on her, uh, tell to her brother, like snitch on me or something. I remember apologizing countless of times, and she didn't buy my shit. Even everyone in the class, like other students, didn't like me. Nobody became my friend. Nobody talked to me. Nobody even like hang out with me I remember I was that kid who wouldn't receive 
invitations to their birthday parties. You know how embarrassing that is? Like, you were the only kid sitting there, and you see everybody holding a piece of paper saying, you're invited for my birthday party, and you're the only one who wasn't. And then one of the kids would ask you, hey, were you invited to mm's birthday? And you're like, no. And they're like, oh. And they just awkwardly walk away. Nobody liked me. I remember people would yell at me. They would just yell at me every time I made a mistake. And I became the weird kid. I became the weird kid and I just owned up to the name and stuck with whatever they thought I acted. They even they would write my name on the naughty board even if I wasn't making much noise. And I remember they would they one of the kids chased me out of the classroom and I I ran to the restroom and cried. I I remember also going home. I keep saying I remember, but yeah. I went home to to my dad like um I tried to explain it to my mom as well, but she didn't really take it seriously. Um Every time I went home, I always felt glad and relieved because I wouldn't have to stay in that environment anymore. I I also went to, I, I, oh there was also that one time I went to my grandma's room and my grandma used to have like a TV and it was like a table attached onto the wall the train is back the 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 table would be attached to the wall and a TV would be on top of it and I would lie under the table and cry like i screamed like i shouted why doesn't anybody like me why does people find me why do people find me weird why don't they want to hang out with me is it my face am i ugly like is it my personality what did i do i literally want to die that i remember screaming that so loudly and nobody took me seriously so second grade still same shit and third grade what happened during third grade um yeah we're still the same we had like re- recollections and recollections are like um recollections are like um especially when you're young a recollection is when you get teamed up with somebody who's older or vice versa and you guys like make a bond you know like you guys hang out and you teach them a lesson they teach you a lesson you know about being a big sister being siblings you know when since i was like a kid it was the other way around uh, there was a uh, somebody older than me we had a class mass we had a class mass and the girl 
who bullied me whispered to one of the my partners and said that I shouldn't like he shouldn't touch my hand because I would stab him with a pen <laughs> and ever since then he never held my hand throughout the whole event um so fourth grade this is where i was like sex uh questioning my sexuality i uh, i met a friend who turned me gay <laughs> We're not gonna talk about that. I don't feel comfortable talking about that. But yes, I am out. I'm fully out. I just don't feel comfortable talking about that phase of my life where I was into this girl. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> oh, in third grade, somebody locked me in the restroom stalls. It was. She was also the type who would yell at me, and I told her, can you come with me to the restroom, because I kind of want to piss, and she told me, yeah, and when I got inside, she pushed the door closed, like, fully, but the door was broken, so I was stuck there for, like, the next 10 minutes, she left me, a janitor came and heard me crying, knocking like banging on the door a little kid banging on the stalls like like banging on one uh on the stalls door begging to get you know get let out um so yes fifth grade sixth grade i was able to meet my group of friends and seventh high school high school was fun i had well, first grade, uh, first year of high school, um, seventh grade, mm, it was alright, I guess. And eighth grade, I became somewhat pretentious of who I am because I was so afraid of going back to that little phase of my life where nobody liked me that I had to pretend to. Act, I mean, I had to act like a certain way. Yeah, I had to act a certain way so people wouldn't talk smack about me or like be uncomfortable around me I started drinking started smoking I it, it was a way of relieving stress um ninth grade I, I was also racist <laughs> didn't I mention that in my old pedophilic experience story um i used to be racist homophobic like everything and ninth grade i was able to embrace it i was able to embrace being gay but oh, i was an atheist at the time <laughs> um i got in a relationship with this girl I will not. Uh, I will not uh, say too much detail because it's gonna be mentioned on the next episode, which will be with my classmate or, or let's just say my friend Saskia. <laughs> About like traumatic relationships, and on the next episode after that, I'll have a few more friends around, um, like Pauline. Efren, 
I'm not sure if Joseph would come around and uh, other more people not sure so <clears throat> yes I got in a relationship with this girl in ninth grade and she came out to be slightly psychotic she was very manipulative and she would use me and then mentally physically and emotionally abuse me that's how things ended up and in 10th grade i was accused of raping on 10th grade i lost a bunch of friends so basically i reverted to that phase in my life i i, I ended up going back to that like back in middle school where people didn't like me and my mental i remember my men- mental state just like dropped that time and it was hard it was really hard nobody wanted to be my friend nobody wanted to hang out with me i lost everyone everyone was mad at me because i didn't attend class i would skip go to sleep in computer shops i i i remember i would lie to my mom that I went to class I I would lie to my friends I'd make up so many excuses not to attend any group meetings I made excuses not to do my homework people hated me for it I mean I would hate me too if I was them so when um my my ex uh, my ex's mom would threaten me she would threaten me outside of the uh outside of the school and she'd be like where's maddie and then i say oh and and then my friends are like oh she went home oh she went home okay and it happens again the next day i told her like the mom specifically that i did not touch her daughter it was her daughter who insisted on everything and she didn't believe me she really did not believe me she said she would bring me to court she would she would like dip, you know quote unquote like they demand like she's <laughs> so scary But, but it was the other way around. I was the one who experienced sexual assault, sexual harassment from that person. Look, I'm a very forgive, forgiving person. Like me, I'm very forgiving. I, I forgive every person that hurt me in the past. Even the people who bullied me. I forgave my abusive ex. I forgave everyone. But that doesn't mean I will never ever forget what they did to me. But I don't regret experiencing that because I wouldn't be the person who I am today. So they were character development for me. And I appreciate that. If they're ever listening, you guys know who you are. And I appreciate you. This doesn't like i don't i'm not spreading information i am not saying names i'm not putting you out there i am just expressing how you guys treated me 
No hate, though. But thank you. And, um... What else happened? Yeah, getting back to, like, uh, going back to feeling mentally stable took a while. It took me years, like, three to four years to be able to, like, feel like myself again or find myself. I don't know if I felt like my myself when, at that time. I was such a people pleaser. I didn't know what to do. Damn. <laughs> Um, I got in another relationship as soon as that shit ended, and that also did not go well. <laughs> she kept a lot of secrets from me, which made me more insecure, made me act a certain way. I was, I ended up being like the my ex, who was manipulative. I promised myself I would never be that way, but I ended up being that person I didn't want to be. You know how it's weird? You say you don't ever want to be that type of person, but you end up being them? Yeah, that's that's the fucking karma. <laughs> yeah, that's the plot twist. I manipulated her, guilt-tripped her, but if she didn't ghost me for fucking four weeks, then I wouldn't have gone insane. Maybe if she was just straightforward with me, then maybe I would have let it go slowly but with all of the trauma packed in me and that happened i just blew i never get angry that's the thing never like i am so patient i was so patient now i'm just like hot-headed all the time i would say oh i'm gonna change myself for you I was like the ultimate sad boy or sad girl. A sad boy or sad girl are like manipulative motherfuckers. They're like, oh, if you if you send me nudes, I won't be sad anymore. That type of person. They're like big crybabies. They they want to get what they want, and that was me. Took me three to four years to fix that. Never got in a relationship. Just got into flings. Uh, almost got in relationships, but mm, had like I had to back out. <laughs> Um, I remember I would write on my journals, meditate, I would um, rant to everybody until they were tired of listening to me, then deactivated social media. My final, uh, my final break was last year of January. Yes, January. Uh, As soon as New Year's came, I deactivated my old Facebook. I deactivated my old Twitter. I started anew. I didn't want to look back at the past. That just reopened old wounds. (laughs) I didn't want to look back to that. And... Here I am today. I'm currently in a very healthy relationship. <laughs> I am in a very healthy relationship. Uh, we're very open with each other. Complete opposite of how it was back then. 
very loyal. She's not a cheater. I can trust her with my whole heart. I don't doubt her at all. We give each other reassurance. We both have traumas in life. But yeah, there's actually still more to the story if I went into depth. Like, if I went deeper in one of the situations, then yo. But yeah, that's gonna be for the next episode with Saskia. Anyways, thank you for listening. Just remember, you could, you, this is my, this is my line, okay? How can you love someone if you can't even love yourself? I settled with people like them because I thought I deserved them. I deserved less, you know? And it took me years to realize that I deserve more than that. Which kind of led to being narcissistic. I kind of became like somewhat like a narcissist in a way. But that's also another story. And I love to let people on, lead people on. But yeah, that's that's for a different story. I... <laughs> yeah. Once you start to love yourself, you open yourself to like such a bigger perspective in life. Where you just see how you want to be like you crave and you show that you want the way how you want to be treated i wanted to be treated like i was everything i was someone's everything and back then i thought oh i just want to be that girl in the corner you know (laughs) anyways yes thank you for listening i hope you guys stay tuned for the next episode